0: hello everyone this is kelly beard of karmictools.com and this is your weekly forecast for september 24th to the 30th of 2023 so our quote for the week says we are moving beyond time into timing i love that one that's an oldie but a goodie but now that both mercury and venus are forward we can all start picking up the pieces and moving forward and it is about being your authentic self and reclaiming what is healthy and natural for you so when we are working with seasonal time or organic time or earthly time it's more about the timing than it is about the date time and place on the gregorian calendar you know there is no time in god and we know orisha time is something else so we are entering ancestor season when we walk in dual realms of here and beyond the veil If you're wanting to learn more about that, Cracking the Ancestral Code, the registration is open until October 1st, I believe, or whatever that Monday is, might be October 2nd. I'm so excited that they extended it. And there's only about four or five of you for level two that haven't registered, but if you want to come in a little late, I think that link still works. I'm leaving it in for one more week here. And the Ancestral Reverence Ritual Kit. That Nasa Wawa and Lana Moon of energyandarts.com put together is really amazing. And that ancestor candle, the seven-day candle was handmade by Lana Moon and it smells so delicious. And it is such a beautiful offering to do any kind of ancestral work or spiritual work with your people and your spirit team, your invisible support. You know, I call them the board of directors at work, my council of elders at home, and my confidants and cheerleaders when I'm creating something new. I really believe in the invisible team, (laughs) y'all. And we're going to talk to them on Friday the 22nd. I'm getting this out as early as possible, which is very late on Thursday the 21st. But hopefully you all will get your email by morning and be able to register for the fall equinox fire ceremony we've bumped it up an hour for sunset so it's 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific now it is a free community event so you can invite your friends there's a suggested donation of 22 dollars and we are very grateful for those who are able to do that and then our week kicks off technically on monday the 25th with mercury now direct for its third and final time, trining Jupiter. So we've been talking about this one and how it's micro to macro in terms of consciousness. Mercury is how you think as an individual. Jupiter is your consciousness and what you believe to be true or possible for yourself. So they work in tandem. It's a good idea to understand how they operate for you individually. In this case, a trine is ease and grace. And so we've been going back and forth over this expansion, this learning, this new way of being in our mind and body, because these are earth signs, Virgo to Taurus. So it's our systems and our essential needs that are in an easy angle, but they're renegotiating, right? That's what the retrogrades always do. It means we hit it the first time, August 9th, which would have been the wake up call. So let's say early August before Mercury really went into retrograde, there would have been something sparked at that time. And then while it was backwards, they connected again on September 4th. Again, there goes that renegotiation, right? And then Mercury goes forward and this week is the final hit. So this energy is great for expanding your mind, learning something new or taking a class. It's time to plan for the future and start getting organized. However, you may feel less disciplined and more creative with this energy Which is fine in the beginning, but eventually focus and discipline will have to be engaged to ground your new ideas, thoughts, or concepts. If you are self-aware, awake, and alert, you will be able to see and seize the opportunities as they present themselves. It may appear to be luck, but it's really more that you are in alignment with the cosmos, present and positive, and ultimately able to trust and follow your own instincts. Practice, there is no perfection. Being optimistic and looking for opportunity in every experience will magnetize the positive and naturally repel the negative, leading right where you want to be. Take advantage of this good energy to connect to whatever it is you are trying to create in your life at this time. So I see this one as being able to see and seize. Mercury is seeing in your mind's eye and making up your mind, making your choices and decisions. And Jupiter is the faith and belief in what's possible. So you go for it. You seize that opportunity. So again, because of the review and the back and forth, as we go forward this week, things may become more obvious as to what got rewired for you in your Virgo department is where the upgrade happened. But it affected this Taurus. It touched this Jupiter and Taurus energy. Asking us to expand in what we believe is possible for our creature comforts and personal security, which is a whole year in training with Jupiter, right? But it's only once in 12 years. So Mercury doing this upgrade is very supportive. This means ease and grace around changing our thinking and our consciousness right now. And speaking of change and post-retrograde chaos and things, I'm not alone. I've heard many, many stories of people going back and forth with different things. I am headed to New Orleans with Miss Ye Louisa Teach for the first week in October. And I always have the animal medicine on the first Wednesday of each month. However, I'm going to be in New Orleans, like I said, on spirit time. There's another reason I picked that tile. So I didn't want to have any calendar obligations. I want to be able to just move through dimensions with ease and grace as I navigate with Yeyeh. Being at her side and just making sure she's taken care of in her travels. So we bumped everything up a week. We're going to do the Raven Medicine on Wednesday, September 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. The tools and the replay are only $25. And the Venus Circle, these are my two monthly circles, for those of you who don't know. The Venus Cycle just kicked off. There's a reading and a custom guide that'll walk with you for the whole 18-month cycle. And we get together each month to talk about it. And this month is Virgo and the Root Chakra Release. We're doing the Healer Archetype and Intentional Solitude is Our Story. This will be Thursday, September 28th, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And the replay and tools are also $25 a month. So join us there if you can. By the time you all see this, I will be still in the process of uploading the Raven tools. But if you want to be there for the live event, you do have to register to let me know. The Venus Circle, you can always drop in or subscribe. Meantime, guess who else is wrapping it up with a final activation? Venus, who is now direct from her retrograde process, is doing her third and final sweep, squaring off with Uranus in Taurus. Okay? where we're having ease and grace with our thinking and our beliefs and our faith in the vision over here we're struggling a little bit with change in the financial or relationship department what's up there what kind of upgrades have you been experiencing or entertaining that you want to have This first hit was July 2nd, so now we're talking early July would have been the ping, attention, this is what's about to get rewired and reset in a new way, or in this case, squaring off with Uranus, this is what has to change. I don't know about y'all, but that was my 55th birthday and five is my number. And all kinds of radical change and magic has been happening this year that I'm very happy about. But it is a lot to navigate and then function in real life, too. And then she would have gone backwards. This is where the renegotiation and figuring out how to make these changes, which I did do a lot of, actually, in the review time. Upgrading my values and priorities, too. You know, I do all this work right alongside you. So August 9th was her second hit, and this week brings the final hit. So usually, like we said, the reset, renegotiation, the fixing, the review, revise, go back over. There's something we missed the first time in early July that we got reintroduced to in early August, got a whole nother level of information around our values and priorities or our relationships and finances. And now we're moving toward the outcome of the changes So it's like we've been alerted to what needs to change. Now we're going to be able to actually make the changes, I think. Anyway, this is a test to grow that you cannot plan for. I mean, we sort of had an idea of what was up, but it was definitely customized for each individual. Venus rules your values and priorities and an activation with Uranus signifies something sudden and seemingly out of the blue. Of course, this isn't true, but it can feel that way. The truth is it is time to do something different where your love finances or relationships are concerned making a conscious effort to do things in a completely new way will be rewarded with a lesson and a blessing that you would have never considered before now due to new revelations happening within you the immediate response will come from those closest to you if you're in relationships personal or professional that have reached a point where they have to change or end this is a good time to try to discuss it openly and with as much detachment and objectivity as possible. All right, y'all, pause for the cause. I remember talking about this one in July and August and telling you all, don't make no moves yet. And you're still not out of shadow. And so for those of you who can postpone that talk another month or so, so she can really move on. And when she moves on from Leo, she's gonna move on into Virgo which will awaken something that only comes around every year anyway around, again, your values and priorities, but what is healthy and natural for you in your day-to-day rhythms and how you're functioning. So once you know how you want to function and you've got your new routine in check, then you go have those talks with partners or collaborators and people you want to change some things around with, okay? Right now, you're still piecing things together for yourself before you can have that conversation. This energy can also provoke the need for excitement or stimulation in your relationships, giving you the urge to shake things up. Be aware and mindful of others' feelings, too, because they may not be in the mood for such sudden change. Another expression of this energy is to get things on the table. It's a great time to really discuss things and come to an agreement or compromise. Ultimately, this is a test of your flexibility in relationships. The more inflexible or attached to status quo that you are, the more disruptive this energy can be. So deep breath. How's it going with change in those departments? Virgo and Taurus, again, Earth and literal, physical life, baby, on the ground. Both of those represent real life. Capricorn, I always think of as structures and what's good for the group and everybody. But Virgo is very personal and Taurus is very primal and personal. And this week brings the opening to eclipse season with the Aries full moon, Fridays. September 29th is the Aries full moon preceding the Libra new moon solar eclipse. So this is preparation for a renewal that is much bigger than annual. This is 10 and 20 year cycles that move in five year increments. So let's pay attention to the pivot points, which I don't have typed up here, but... I can tell you what they are, because I know this one well. I have the Aries North Node, and that's what time it is right now. Aries time, back about you, the individual. So this Aries full moon is clearing out anything that's no longer you, right? That no longer reflects or represents you. The last time we did this in Aries was 20 years ago, 04 to 06. But the midpoint was in Libra, was 2013 to 16. So these are all years where our Aries Libra departments got an upgrade. And if you moved at the five-year mark, you would be looking for the Cancer Capricorn eclipses to square off with these Aries Libra eclipses. So that Cancer eclipses, Cancer Capricorn eclipses were 2018 to 2020. Capricorn North Node and eclipses for Cancer Capricorn was 09 to 2011. Cancer all the way back was 2000 to 2002, and Capricorn right before that 1990 to 92. So all those years were about our fundamentals, honey, and upgrades abound, and eclipses are things you can't, and so there's more of that change you can't plan for. It usually is what I call a break to realign. With eclipses, there's a break in the light patterns, right? So I look at it from a natural standpoint, and we interrupt that flow so we can activate new neural pathways and break off those old ones so that we don't go back into those old grooves. I love eclipses, but a lot of people resist change. Like I said, I'm a five, so I'm used to it. Every five minutes, we're changing around here. As much as I try to have a routine and a rhythm, upgrades are always happening. So the Aries full moon affords an incredible opportunity for a clean slate and deep release of that which is no longer part of your identity or purpose. It's also a good time to release anything that creates imbalance within you or blocks your true independence in the world. This full moon kicks off another year of release work, which also means that you just completed a whole year of it too. So give yourself credit where credit is due. As you go forward, rather than feeling like things are overwhelming and moving too fast to process, let alone integrate, you should be able to see where you've done so much inner soul work over the course of the last year that you can now move through your own personal processes much faster. Now, of course, this won't be the case for everyone, in which case the Aries full moon is going to shine that bright light on exactly what aspects of self have put you in this position and make you feel it until you are so uncomfortable that you finally own it. Once you own it, you can deal with it, change it, and or release it altogether. Just keep in mind, this is all rhythm and patterns, which means if you pay attention, you can consciously co-create with more ease and grace and much less fear and frustration, I'll say. So that is the general vibe of any Aries full moon, but this one is special because it's plugging into larger cycles and making it personal for us as individuals. It is a personal transformation, this full moon, and know that the luminaries are lighting you up in a way that is one, purifying you on the deepest levels, and two, facilitating permanent change and transformation, so anything you are truly willing, ready, and able to release, this is the moon to work with. In order for you to experience the level of relationship that you desire, what do you have to change or redefine about yourself so that you can magnetize that vibrational match? Keep in mind that that applies to both personal and professional relationships. And any Aries moon is all about you. So do some mirror work or dig into your journals looking for your own patterns that you are finally truly over and trust that this cleansing is preparing you to be able to engage with others on a much higher level of integrity going forward, i say. I like that one, too. I actually did look at the chart for that full moon. And so part of what I mean by all that is because Pluto's in Capricorn, transforming and transcending once in a lifetime in our Capricorn department, because it's every 250 years. But Vesta, what is sacred to you, the individuals, moving through Cancer. So again, with self-care and nurturing, you've got to make some determinations about What is no longer, like I said, representative of who you are or what you want. That's huge. And all the Aries is on the seventh and eighth house, you know, ruling the eighth but falling in both. And so it's our primary relationships as well as our intimate partnerships. That's huge. And then all the Libra is on the first and second house. So we're finding out who we are and what we want based on the relationship choices that we've made in the past and that we want to make going forward but there's this whole reset on the Libra side too. And that's warming up for the new moon solar eclipse. Pallas will still be there. Mars probably will still be there. We've got the south nodes who are letting go of all toxic relationships and dead end, non-reciprocal, what they call no criteria relationships when, you know, they don't have to invest no more of that everybody needs to be equally invested in their own sovereign independent possibilities and opportunities as well as the kinship and community that we're cultivating at this time and think about those years I rattled off too and what was going on with your friendships and your communities and the people you were hanging with and we always talk about what do the planets do right before they go retrograde and right after they go direct and come out of what they're doing and at the end of the week mercury trines uranus so where venus our values and our relationships and finances and things are having a hard time changing the way we want them to maybe here we got some ease and grace with just changing our mind and connecting to the higher vision i like that that's the first thing out of the reset that we're getting that's the first stop mercury's making after it's done all the rewiring other ways In other places, tapping into other prospects of your chart, now it's still that Virgo-Taurus combo of what's natural and what's sustainable. So this activation gives you access to your higher mind and opens the way for new, deeper insights that can guide and direct you at this time. Business as usual will not work. It's time to open up to the unusual. Do something different. Look at things from another angle and watch the ah ahas start pouring in. Your intuition will be firing on all cylinders with this one, giving you access to unprecedented clarity. That's what happens after we've rearranged things in a retrograde, then we all of a sudden certain things are clear. While your thinking may lack discipline, your ability to access solutions to any recent or long-standing challenges may be off the charts. This energy will not be contained even though it is generally all mental. You really will have a hard time keeping up with the ideas, thoughts, concepts, and intuitions that come to you under this influence. So try to take notes that you can refer to later when grounding will be necessary. Pay attention to the messages that come through and from others as well since you never know how the universe will show up. This alone is an indication that whatever your consciousness may not have been previously ready to assimilate or process is awakening now to that which is just for you. Say so this is big because that's what Uranus does. It kind of cracks us open and there's no going back. That change is, you can't go back from. It's, it's a one-way ticket with Uranus. And so where have you evolved in your consciousness? Where have you been liberated in your thinking or in your body? Because these are still the earth signs where you are feeling a little bit more freedom. Or at least you see the light at the end of the tunnel that freedom is coming. It's on its way to you. Because of the changes you've been prompted to think about and hopefully to actually make. So join us anytime when and where you can. Reach out if you need to. I hope you have a fantastic week. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.